the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. Did you ever see the movie The Blob starring Steve McQueen? The blood-curdling threat of The Blob. Well, way back when, Eric had a small part in that film, but they had to cut his scene because The Blob was supposed to eat him, but he kept spitting him out. Oh, the whole thing was just a disaster. Anyway, here's the guy who's not always that easy to digest, Eric Metaxas. Hey there, folks. Welcome to this program. Chris Himes, Yes. welcome Hello. to the show. It's weird. I woke up uh, in, in sort of a meadow, and I looked up, and I was trapped inside a dome. I've been, abdu- okay. I've been abducted. People are listening. They're thinking, I don't have any context. Eric, can you help me? Yeah, the answer is yes. yes. I'm going to explain. We're in Nashville right yeah. now. We're back We're in the We're at the NRB in yeah. the Biodome with yeah. Paulie Shore. Paulie Shore and uh, the Baldwin brother. And, and, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> and Stephen. Now, we are coming to you from Nashville. It is Wednesday, the 21st of February, 2024. We're in the future. It's yeah. 2024. And we are, uh, we're at NRB this whole week. We were here yesterday, we'll be here tomorrow. And we're interviewing tons and tons of people. Um, Yesterday, I interviewed a a ton of folks. We have literally a ton, a metric ton of human beings were interviewed on this program. And we are going to be, uh, let's see, today, I'm I'm continuing my conversation with Megan Basham. Mm -hmm. She is a hero, folks. This is important, very important, so uh, is is really, really crucial. In our one today, we're going to... We're going to do an Ask Metaxas with our friend Albin Sadar. Yeah, he's back. Who doesn't love Albin? Yeah. Like nobody. Uh, and and he wanted to come on and do an Ask Metaxas. So an hour one today doing an Ask Metaxas. And then I'm having uh, Joel Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. I interviewed him yesterday about what's going on in Israel. Yeah. So that's hour one today. I've already today uh, put uh, in the can, as we say in show business, uh, interviews with Jack Hibbs, Pastor Jack Hibbs, one of the great pastors yeah. and another great pastor pastor alan jackson here in murfreesboro tennessee so we're just doing a lot yeah. of stuff here so um, and then later today you mentioned jack hibbs um we have uh, we had on a um a controversial guest well it wasn't controversial he's not controversial but there there was a it became controversial, it became controversial. there was a unfortunate uh wording i misspoke you, sort of, you misspoke you kind of jumped ahead in your mind to uh to, say, to, to make a reference about uh, certain rapture theology, 
It came off. It came off. I, I actually misspoke. There's no yeah, yeah. no doubt about it. And it's embarrassing because, you know, I, I'm normally very careful with words. So I misspoke. <laughs> and holy cow, did I get in trouble. So I'll, yeah. we'll be talking about so, that. So Benjamin is coming back that. on to actually kind of talk about it because uh, he actually believes in the rapture. Benjamin, he, Benjamin Thomas. Yes, yeah, he, I don't want you to ever say his name on this program again. He, he, okay, listen, listen. Well, before we uh, run out of time, I, yes. ha- I have to say... Um, we're also. I'll, I'll be interviewing Willie Robertson later today. He's one of the uh, Duck Dynasty celebrities. Yeah, he's he's a very it? funny guy. I know he's hilarious. He's so funny. So we're talking to him. We got a lot going on, and there are many screenings here at the NRB of the new film Letter to the American Church. Very exciting. Uh, where I, I have to say that um, God is using this film. If you haven't seen it yet, go to lettertotheamericanchurch.com. Folks, um, please, we need everybody uh, to help spread this message. So you can just go on social media and share lettertotheamericanchurch.com on your social media if you would. People say, what can I do? I would ask you to do that. Lettertotheamericanchurch.com is the website. Just share that on your social media. When you go there to lettertotheamericanchurch.com, there's a lot there, Chris. You helped create this website. What are some of the things that are at lettertotheamericanchurch.com? Well, uh, there's a shop link. That's kind of what I was involved in mostly. Uh, our, uh, Rob was the shop, uh, was the webmaster, so I don't want to take too much credit, but uh, let's just say I did everything, and Rob had nothing to do with it. But, but what, it, what is the shop? What is well, the- so you can get DVDs there. Those have been real popular, and then they have bundles with uh, your book and also the study guide, which is... Uh, kind of a way to jump into what do I do with this, you know, because it's an activation. The movie's an activation. Your book really is, uh, you know, stirs people up. So the study guide is a way to sort of, you know, work through it and walk through it with other people. And this is about, you know, wanting to start a movement uh, in churches in America because there are a lot of folks that are sitting on the sidelines. They're going to churches that are sitting on the sidelines or perhaps actively preaching that we should be sitting on the sidelines. We shouldn't get political uh, the Christian leader John Maxwell the other day uh, said something oh, really shameful, wrong. Um, he said to a room, a huge room full of pastors, that they should not be political. And I thought that is total nonsense. It's completely unbiblical. It, it is a horrifying thing when Christian leaders can get something that big wrong. Um, We've got to be involved in everything, and by the grace of God in America, we are allowed to be involved in politics. We're allowed to advocate for God's values and principles in the political sphere, and so to say that we shouldn't do that is preposterous. Uh, If you want to be taken over by uh, atheistic Marxist ideas, uh, keep doing nothing. Don't get involved. But if you actually care about your neighbors, the scripture commands us to love our neighbors, then you've got to be involved in everything. And so uh, leaders like John Maxwell are getting this wrong. There are many others that have gotten this wrong. Andy Stanley uh, has gotten this a thousand percent wrong. So many pastors are getting it wrong. And this is not just a difference of opinion. This is what they're saying is not biblical and it will lead to disaster. It's why I wrote the book Letter to the American Church and it's why we made the film Letter to the American Church. So let me say again, please go to letter to the American Church.com. Please, folks, share that uh, on your social media. And when you go there, 
you'll see that there are tons of free screenings in churches because we're making this available free to churches. So if you go to church someplace, you could do a free screening. So if you go to letterthemericanchurch.com, you can fill out the form uh, and we will make it possible for you to do a free, did I mention free, screening at your church. We really uh, hope everybody will take us up on that. Just to get back to the Maxwell thing for a minute, I just think it's a little ironic. Somebody who's made a living writing books, telling people like how they should live their lives, you know, in a, in a better way, um, decided that that only applies to everything else but, you know, politics or or like, you know, this, this sort of uh, plague that's really seeped into the churches. It's, it's, why, it's, why wouldn't you speak out against it? It is absolutely horrifying. Yeah. It's absolutely horrifying. The damage that is being done with this idea is just stunning to me. And it's why, literally, why I wrote Letter to the American Church, why we made the film Letter to the American Church, because we have to be, we, we've really got to dig down and say, wh- what is biblical? And when people say don't get involved politically, that's not biblical. It is wrong. Uh, we need to push back against it and explain that it is uh, it's genuinely wrong. It's not just a difference of opinion. Uh, and the Bonhoeffer story illustrates that. Bonhoeffer tried to wake up the church and say, you've got to get involved. You've got to speak against evil. And they all said the same thing that John Maxwell said. No, 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 no. We just want to preach the gospel. We just want to do church. Well, I think we know where that went. So um, let's, uh, you know, let's, let's get it right. I also want to encourage people. We've got so much stuff going up at Socrates in the City uh, Plus. Yes. Socrates in the City Plus.com. Socrates Plus is the digital streaming platform that we have launched. And I just found out last night that the John Zmirak Socrates in the studio is up. Oh, Can fantastic. you imagine? Yeah. If you don't know what, like, what John Zmirak would, what would he be like at a Socrates in the City event? You're wondering, right? What would a Kraken look like you, wearing a tie? You need, <laughs> you need not wonder anymore because uh, he comes on and he talks about his new book. He has a new book out, uh, which is very important. Yeah. I wrote the foreword to his book um, because it is so important. Um, it's called No... Uh, no, no Second Amendment, no first. Hmm. It's it's brilliant summation of the idea. No Second Amendment, no first of the idea that um, we have to. The reason the Constitution gives us the right to bear arms is so that we can stay free, so that we can continue to have uh, free speech uh, in America. So it's a vital idea. But you can find this all at Socrates Plus, Socrates Plus, Socrates Plus. I don't know how to spell it, but it's pronounced Socrates Plus. Uh, check it out. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I am proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to 
PatriotMobile.com slash Metaxas, PatriotMobile.com slash Metaxas, or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Metaxas. Join me. Make the switch today. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Metaxas. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against the volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Folks, welcome back. Uh, I have as my guest Megan Basham with the Daily Wire. Megan, you are an actual journalist doing actual <laughs> journalism and actual journalists doing actual journalism. Um, dig up some really disturbing stuff. You uh, have uh, uncovered uh, this wicked Bible curriculum called the after party. You've uncovered the funding for that, uh, the push uh, to get this into churches across America, the push to get this diabolical, unbiblical uh, Bible curriculum uh, into campus ministries across America. They are working very hard, and they're funded by, you know, people who are not friends of the church, people who are not friends with a biblical worldview. So it's 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 very uh, it, it, it's it's creepy that they're taking money from people who are enemies of the Christian church uh, to infiltrate the Christian church with uh, this diabolical stuff. And of course, I'm sure they think they're doing good. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. It's a little hard for me to think um, how any Christian could be so self-deceived as to think um, that Rockefeller and Hewlett foundations, you know, people who fund Planned Parenthood and the mutilation of children um, are just giving me money out of the goodness of their hearts. But, you know, I I guess that level of self-deception is possible. I'm I'm afraid it is. And we're not going to mention Russell Moore by name. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's funny because as I watch him um, in this film that I just saw this weekend, the new Rob Reiner film um, about Christian nationalism, I go, you know, he's popping up everywhere and it's not new for him. I mean, certainly going back years, um, you and I have talked before about the evangelical immigration table and the money it's taken from these, you know, very similar left-wing sources like George Soros. And, you know, he's been a big part of that about pushing particular um, curriculum or not just curriculum, but also um, particular legislation. Like, you know, back in the you know 2013-ish era, he was behind the Gang of Eight. He was, you know, vocally supportive of this most recent round of um, pushing amnesty and opening the border, making it, you know, allowing 5,000 per day in. Um, so he's very political. And it's ironic that you have this curriculum that is supposed to be teaching Christians how not to idolize politics. And now he appears in this video, speaking of strange partners, um, uh, this movie documentary coming from Rob Reiner, a.k.a. Meathead. Um, it's Meathead, right? Not Meatball? Well, Meathead, <laughs> you know, it's an amazing thing. Rob Reiner, some people will will know uh, anybody my age or older watched All in the Family. And, you know, Mike Stivick, uh, whom Archie called Meathead, that was Rob Reiner. Uh, Rob Reiner plays a leftist pinko liberal uh, circa 1972. And it's so strange that he has grown up to be that person with a lot of power in Hollywood and in the culture. Uh, and he has decided right now that the most important thing he could do is make a film decrying the horror of Christian nationalism. And whenever anybody talks about Christian nationalism, my instructions are laugh in their face and walk away. Because the only reason people use the term Christian nationalism is to shut down the voice of the church. They think by calling you a Christian nationalist or a racist or whatever the term they can do, they can just shut you up. And in many cases it works, but it shouldn't work, folks. When people use that term, understand all they want to do is shut up the voice of the church, which is really to shut up the voice of God, which is a horrible thing. But Rob Reiner has made a whole film. Do we have the title of the film? Yes. So the title of the film is God and Country, and uh, it just came out this past weekend, um, and as you mentioned, it stars David French, Russell Moore, uh, Phil Vischer, Kristen Dumais, um, and a variety of other sort of um, evangelical voices who are championed as supposedly the moderates, you might say. Um, certainly never Trumpers. But what is ironic to me coming out of the discussion that we just had about the after-party curriculum is the people who are pushing uh, left-wing backed curriculum into churches are the same people warning about the churches becoming too political in this film. So, you know, there's a huge amount of irony there, but then you look at the film. So, you know, I, I will tell you, it's not well done. It is one of, you know, I've spent a lot of years as a film critic uh, with world magazine, and it's one of the most scattershot, um, most incoherently argued documentaries I've ever seen. It does not have a clear argument about what Christian nationalism is, what it seeks to accomplish. What it makes very clear is sort of um, that the moral majority was Christian nationalism in the 1980s. And they claim that the efforts to, Christian efforts to oppose abortion since then has always been Christian nationalism. So, I mean, you literally have people in this film saying Christian nationalists oppose abortion. They oppose the LGBTQ movement. They oppose feminism. 
And that's Christian nationalism. So basically, if you have anything like a biblical worldview, they're saying you are a Christian nationalist. And yeah, if you attempt to live it out in the public square, as we are called to do, then you're a Christian nationalist. That is the theme of this film. It, it is, you know, I repeat myself, but it's diabolical, folks. It's a devilish, satanic thing that is happening. They basically are saying that um, if you have godly values and you want to bring those values into the public square, ooh, you're a Christian nationalist. Now, that's what they said. Let's be clear. They said this to William Wilberforce when he said, my faith in Jesus makes me stand politically against the slave trade. There were many, many voices that said, "Uh, uh, look at you, look at you dragging your faith into politics. What are you doing? How dirty? You should keep your faith and politics separate. But because he cared about the actual slaves being traded, he said, I'm going to do this. You call me whatever name you want to call me. This is God's value uh, of, of about human life and about treating people with dignity, and I'm going to do it. And if I have to do it politically, I'm a politician, of course I will do it because I'm commanded to love my neighbor, and they're my neighbors. And we're being told the same thing today. If you have biblical values, just shut up, keep them separate. But when the values are progressive values, then they're saying, oh, yeah, we, we want your voice. Talk about climate justice talk about any of that stuff, bring it into the churches. But if your values are conservative, biblical values, then we don't want to hear it. So it's, um, it's crazy. It's happening. And I just think it's, it's, it's hilarious. We have to say it over and over that the fact that David French, Russell Moore, and these others would partner with Rob Reiner, a leftist atheist, making a film about trying to shut down the voice of Christians in the public square They've allied themselves with him. Why would they do that? It's fascinating. Yeah, you know, and there's been a certain part of me that's gone, maybe I am trying to give them some benefit of the doubt in that maybe they did not know. Because sometimes when you're interviewed for something, you don't always know in a film like this how it's going to be used. And then the film comes out and you're sort of horrified to see what it actually was. I have heard stories like that. And so, you know, I thought perhaps that's what this would be. Because when I saw the film, I was so staggered by... um, how explicit its message was that to you know stand for um, biblical principle on any of these social issues is Christian nationalism. I thought they might distance themselves from that. And in fact, I said to someone, I think that they will distance themselves because I think now that it's out, they're going to be so horrified by what this film actually is. But then a friend told me, no, they're not doing that. Um, in fact, they have now appeared at a couple of screening panels where, you know, they screen the film and then the, the the people who are in the film sit up on stage and talk and answer questions. They, you know, happily participated in those events. And Christianity Today um, hosted Rob Reiner for a Q&A about the film on one of their podcasts. So they're very much not distancing themselves from what this film was. And it's so unbelievably unfair in the sense that, you know, like Kristen Dumay, who, if you're not familiar, she is the historian who wrote Jesus and John Wayne, a book that claims even um, Billy Graham was a nefarious actor trying to push the patriarchy. Um, So, I mean, if if Billy Graham is too much for you, I'm not sure what expression of evangelicalism you would be. Yeah, the founder of Christianity Today, he's a he's big, scary trouble. Right. I mean, he's who started it all and then it's been twisted in these bizarre leftist directions but you know, we're going to we're going to demonize uh Billy Graham. Yeah, that's uh it's pretty extraordinary. Yeah, so um so that is the theme of the film and then they go back to the 1970s and they say that the reason 
that um, conservative Christians like Jerry Falwell and others seized on the issue of abortion was not because they had any particular conviction about the value or sanctity of human life, but because they were looking for a political issue to mobilize people in churches, that it was a totally um, callous, cynical, transactional prospect, and they seized on it, and that's why it became a political issue, not because any Christians truly believed that at the time, which is flat out wrong. I mean, it's embarrassing to me for a historian to continue to push this narrative when it's just flat out wrong. You can go back, you know, maybe, you know, a a couple of Southern Baptists at that time may have put out a wishy-washy statement, but it is from the beginning of the church, it has always stood. You can go back in church history and find records of church fathers standing against abortion always, not just in American history, but all of Christian history. So it's it's biblical and and it's true that uh, the evangelicals in the mid uh, 20th century kind of kind of blew this a little bit, and the Catholics had to bring it to their attention. Um, we'll, we'll be right back talking to Megan Basham about one of the worst films of the year. Don't go away. <laughs> Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing 100 million in giving by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC during checkout. Go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles. Support your health while helping others in need. Go to Nutramedics. That's N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Again, Nutramedics. N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Welcome back. Uh, We're talking to Megan Basham of The Daily Wire about Rob Reiner's horrifying film uh called god and country i mean it's 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 very badly made you said but it is also pushing forward uh a a diabolical narrative that many christians are um foolishly accepting or at least making peace with 
Yeah. And, um, you know, the smearing goes on. So not only were Christians only interested in the subject of abortion because of how it might um, politically empower them personally, but it also claims that um, when you saw that Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, those are the same Christian nationalists who are backing Trump today. Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. (laughs) Unbelievable smearing nonsense. It is so nonsensical. Um, Look, I I, I know I repeat myself, but it's like we have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, this is satanic stuff. This kind of lying and twisting, uh, it is is evil. It's about power. Uh, It's about winning. They want to win. If they have to lie or twist or exaggerate or demonize people with whom they disagree, uh, I uh, I have to say that, that that should tell you something. But uh, I can't imagine this film is going to do very well, Megan, that who's going to want to see this Rob Reiner documentary called God and Country? Yeah, I mean, my husband and I went to see it on the first night. It was out at a very um, big theater in a very busy area of um, a large Charlotte suburb. Um, and I, I, I can tell you all the restaurants and shops around this theater were buzzing, hopping. The theater was busy. We went into the theater. There was one other person in there. So um, I don't think the film is going to do well. Um, I need to go check the review scores because I have a hunch that even um, your secular media critics are going to look at this and go, it doesn't make a coherent argument. Like all it does is sort of smear people through, um, hey, look, here's a picture of people at the Unite the Right rally. Here's a picture of Trump. Now here's an image of Jerry Falwell. They're all the same. You know, I mean, that is essentially as in-depth as this goes. It's, but, it's, but what this is, is it's called propaganda. Right. This is propaganda. Absolutely. This is to get people who don't think very clearly um, to fool them and to just give them. I, I have to say, I've seen this on the left. Uh, Rob Reiner is a classic example. When he talks about Christian nationalism, they have a narrative in their head. They believe it. They believe that uh, Trump is Hitler 2.0. They believe it, e- even though it's preposterous, even though there are no facts, even though it doesn't matter. Emotionally, they believe it. They don't care that the that the Russia collusion narrative was ter- was clearly a hoax. They don't care. They still somehow believe it. They, they don't care that Robert Mueller um, had nothing. They don't care that even the mainstream media had to admit there's nothing to this. They're so emotionally invested in hating Trump and what they think he represents or the people uh, uh, that vote for him, what they represent. It's so emotional that they don't really care about the facts. And so if you wonder how was it possible in Germany for a lot of people to kind of demonize the Jews to go along with it. It's the same thing, folks. You you check your brain at the door and you go with this emotion. It is demonic uh, because, you know, God wants us to reason. He wants us to work with the facts and the truth. This is just emotion. But there are people, whether it's Rob Reiner or uh, any of these other folks, they really believe this. And, 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 and somehow they just feel that they've got to convince you. And even if he has no argument, uh, you know, maybe he'll win some people over. He'll do a lot of media. Uh, it's, it's so bleak. But, I mean, we have to just uh, – we have to at least be aware that it's happening.
Yeah. And, you know, part of what I want to emphasize for people is there is a connection here between the after party and what they presented in this Rob Reiner film and in books like Tim Alberta's Kingdom, Power and the Glory and, and the entire cottage industry of the um, scary Christian nationalist books. So what they argue, and it kind of comes through the voice of Russell Moore in this documentary, as it does in the after party curriculum, is it's fine to have, you know, personal convictions about these issues. Like, there's one comment through the entire film, and it does come in the voice of Russell Moore, who says, listen, people can have legitimate personal conviction regarding the unborn, and we don't think that's Christian nationalism. nationalism. What's Christian nationalism is when you try to use political power to back up your personal conviction. Okay, now th think of the insanity of this. Let's talk about the civil rights industry. The civil rights movement came out of the churches because churches had a biblical conviction that we should treat other human beings equally. And it then became part, uh, it became a political movement. It was legislated. They don't, say, Coco. they don't say that that's wrong. They, as far as they're concerned, that that's absolutely fine. It's only when the politics goes in a different direction that they say, ah, 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 we're not supposed to be political. And, and so there is no logic to it. There's absolutely no logic to it. Yeah. And it's essentially this, you know, bizarre sort of almost Gnosticism in that you're allowed to have your views, but you are not allowed to speak them into the world. You're not allowed to you try to see them enacted in the public sphere. You're not allowed to impact your culture for good in any way. You're just supposed to stay in your churches and have these views and not freely associate, not this, freely speak and do the this. This is kind of I mean, you, you get a little as I wrote, I wrote about this a little bit in my book, Letter to the American Church, but you get this from. Um, R Russell Moore wrote an article in Christianity Today. It's got to be coming up on two years ago, but it was it was exactly this: that if you're doing any advocating for biblical values, that's just power mongering. He, right. he, the term Christian nationalism wasn't a, a current quite yet two years ago, but it makes absolutely no sense. And then he goes uh, over to um, James Howard. I'm um, sorry. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name, University of Virginia sociologist, uh, you know, who wrote a book about faithful presence. In other words, you can have these values, but don't don't talk about them. Don't push them uh, into the public square. Um, we're, we're out of time in this segment. We'll be right back. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ERIC and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code ERIC, Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057, 800-978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. Welcome back. Talking to Megan. Basham, Megan, we, I was just saying that 
James Davison Hunter, the sociologist at the University of Virginia, wrote a book, it's over 10 years ago now, called, uh, uh, I forget the title, but it was, he used the term faithful presence. And a lot of Christians that don't like, didn't like the culture wars, didn't like, you know, the Jerry Falwell, Pat Robertson stuff. They thought, yeah, yeah, faithful presence. We're just, we're just going to be Christians and we're not going to advocate very hard for what we believe. We're just kind of going to be here and we're going to be this kind of soft influence over the decades and centuries. We shouldn't be too outspoken uh, because that will backfire. And a lot of Christians grabbed onto this idea like, yeah, we don't like the culture warring. I I don't like the fact that my neighbor looks at me funny because I'm pro-life or uh, I voted uh, for the GOP candidate. And we we just, you know, we just want to get along. And so somehow this is this idea has found its way uh, into Christianity today, uh, into a lot of these people, and it always ends up drifting leftward. Because if you don't advocate for the truth, if you don't advocate for a biblical view of sexuality uh, and a biblical view of uh, sex as male and female, if you don't advocate for a biblical view that the unborn are human beings uh, whom we shouldn't kill, if you don't do that, guess what happens? You drift away from those ideas. You have to advocate for the truth. And all of these voices, Russell Moore and company, have bought into this crazy idea that it's okay maybe to have those values, but don't advocate for them publicly. It's absolute madness. It would be like saying you could be against slavery privately, but don't get involved politically in abolishing slavery. Don't do that. That's just Christian nationalism. That's just power mongering. That's just culture warring. There's no logic to it. We all know slavery is evil. If you're a Christian, you advocate against it. You get involved politically against it. Why shouldn't I do the same on this host of issues we're discussing? They have no answer to that, uh, but they don't They don't care. They're sort of uh, you know, doing a tap dance thinking, we don't need to have answers. We're just going to kind of, we're going to throw out these ideas and you know, flash a scary picture of Trump uh, next to a picture of Adolf Hitler. It'll do its job. You know, we'll show the scary nationalists and kind of, they're kind of trying to send the message Ooh, you don't want to be like those bad people. You want to be more like us. We're sophisticated. We're cultural elites. Right. Just like that. And there's two really important points with that. One is that um, they feel that way on the issues that trend right, right? Anything that's coded right, they're like, gosh, we shouldn't be too aggressive. We shouldn't be too confrontational, our beliefs. We certainly shouldn't try to seize political power in order to advance our convictions in the public square, as you said. But what's funny about that is all politics is by definition power. You are enacting policies that someone else would prefer you not enact. So there is no way to do politics without asserting your will over someone who does not want your will asserted. That's what democracy is. And so that's one thing. And then the other thing is that um, they only do it with certain issues, right? Because we have seen them unequivocally say Christians have to be a voice and we have, not only do they have to be a voice on issues like um, welcoming the stranger for immigration, but they have to back specific policies. I mean, they get involved with groups that very clearly say, Hey, call your senators, call your legislators and let them know churches that evangelicals really want to see this um, pathway to citizenship for only, you know, the low, low price of a thousand dollars enacted. Um, So it's very strange that they can 
be really strong and really specific on some subjects or gosh, let's talk about COVID. I mean, where was this? Hey, let's leave personal conscience to individuals. Let's not be too aggressive. Let's not um, bash people over the head with our views. All of that disappeared during something that was extremely debatable. And that was all of these COVID policies. Um, and then the other thing I would say about that is that what I, I don't think that they are missing it. I think they do know, and that's what part of this agenda is. So this is just my opinion. But confidence is in its own way very persuasive. A lot of times when you have the clarity and courage of your convictions, other people want to come along with you and go, hey, you know what? I, I see that too. And, you know, it's kind of funny that we're having this conversation um, just after the three-year anniversary of Rush Limbaugh's death. It was amazing to watch the outpouring of people who thanked him for waking them up because he gave them courage to speak and act on the things that they kind of sensed were true, but they they felt like they were the only one. And so when he said it, they stepped up too, and they felt that courage too. So what you've got them doing in this film and in this curriculum is saying, don't have that courage of your conviction publicly that in its own way tends to be very persuasive to the body politic. So um, that is something that I think kind of undergirds all of this is if they can't get you to switch sides, then can we just get you to feel embarrassed and quiet about your views? And that's the upshot of all of this, because as you said, people do not want to be associated with those scary, ugly pictures of Unite the Right. And by the way, we're not. This has nothing to do with it. It is such hypocrisy. That's why I keep saying it's satanic, because it is lying. It is absolute brazen lying to suit their agenda, and they're fooling many people. But the point is, folks, don't be one of those people. Understand what is happening. Look, if C.S. Lewis uh, had written The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe today, they would have said, Aslan as a roaring lion, that's toxic masculinity. Uh, Jesus should be represented by as a, as a frightened rabbit, you know, running into the bushes uh, as a victim. It is absolute nonsense. They are against what is true. They're against, they're against these things, and they will use any means necessary, uh, whether it is, you know, a propagandistic film like Rob Reiner has made, God and Country. I mean, let, let's face it. Rob Reiner wishes he could be Lenny Riefenstahl. He wishes he could make a great film in the service of his evil ideas. He's made a horrible film. Hopefully no one will see it. But this is real. It is being pushed on social media. We talked about this diabolical curriculum, the after party. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are going to a church that is even entertaining bringing this vile nonsense uh, into your church, you have to stand against it. And that's why I keep saying in Letter to the American Church, if you do not stand against these things, folks, you're part of the problem. If you're saying, well, I'm not, I'm just going to sit back, you, you have to stand against it. You have to be vocal against this with your pastor, uh, with wh whoever's running the ministries in your church, in your college. You have to say, this is wrong. I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, and if you don't do that, you become part of the problem. That's kind of the point. These folks just want to silence you so that they can bring these ideas uh, in. Megan Basham, so grateful for you. There's never enough time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I always appreciate it that you always get the word out. Late at night, a big old house gets lonely. I guess every 
folks, welcome back. I'm talking to Robert Netsley right now, who is with Inspire Investing. Robert, um, I can't help but get excited about what you've created, an opportunity for people to find out if their money is funding wicked things, if they have money in a, in a 401k or retirement fund, whatever it is, that is invested in companies that are doing evil things, that, that is promoting pornography, promoting abortion, promoting any number of things or ideologies with your money, folks. So Robert Nestle has created something where you can get a free report that tells you um, where your money is, and they will help you get your money into companies that are doing good things. So you have to go to inspireadvisors.com slash Eric, inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. You get a free report, but this is something I, I, you know, Robert, I guess it just gives me hope that it's possible to turn things around in America. Cause when I think of how much money people have invested out there, if they would understand what's going on and shift that money to good stuff it's just huge. It's just absolutely monstrous. Like what? What is? It's enormous. It's enormous, and we are seeing uh, fruit from that labor. Uh, it's it's remarkable. Um, it doesn't have to even be trillions of dollars to to change things. I've I've been on the phone, you know, in recent weeks, you know, with uh, investor relations and CFOs and and whatnot. We regularly engage with companies that we invest in or are uh, like to invest in, or kind of just speaking biblical truth to corporate power. And, you know, one of the things we hear is uh, often that, um, number one, these people have never heard, they tell us they've never heard from a faith-based investor before. They've been doing their job for 20, 30 years. You know, executive major organizations never heard from a faith-based investor. So number one, they need to hear our voice. Number two, they're thankful to hear it. Even in some of these sort of, you know, woke businesses, you think that this don't care. There are people in the, in those businesses of influence that actually do care about what we have to say and oftentimes have enough influence to change things. So, for instance, Costco stopped giving money to gay pride parades. Chevron stopped giving money to Planned Parenthood. There's a, a laundry list of other organizations that, that have, is have changed things. That is Praise unbelievable. God. Robert, that is unbelievable. It is so wonderful. I want to tell people, folks, what you do and don't do, it, it, you can change the world if you take an interest in this, when I hear that a company like Costco would stop giving money to something like that or Chevron, these are huge, huge companies. And you shop there, uh, your money may be invested there. When we get involved in these things, we can change the world. So I, I want to say the, the action point is go to invest. I'm sorry, inspireadvisors.com slash Eric, inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. Eric, you'll get a free report that will help you uh, figure this out. And I know, Robert, that you guys will, will, will help people if they want to transition uh, to invest in companies that believe in their values. But this is a, this is a gigantic thing um, that we, we, we have. I mean, it's to me scandalous when we have power and we don't use that power. It's like when I say, I'm not going to vote. Uh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. When you don't do those things, People who don't share your values, who share opposite, who have opposite values, they're going to prevail. So uh, I just want to say to you, Robert, thank you for 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 taking this on uh, because it is game changing. Like you said, it's a movement. The the more people that do this, um, it, it's an amazing thing when we think of the money that is out there that 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 many people of faith with traditional values have invested. In woke companies, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to do something about it. 
You've, you've just got to do something about it. This is like a mandate that we've got to live our faith out in every sphere and where your money is. That's a big deal. So please go to inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. This is a free report. Inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. Robert Etsley, thank you. Pleasure. Thank you, Eric. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.